I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. Welcome to Comic Talk, where we talk about weekly comics. Weekly! Yay! Uh, I can't do it alone. It'd be super boring, so let me introduce to you my two guests for today. Uh, you've seen him on other episodes of uh, uh, Comic Talk. You've seen him on uh, the one-shot geeking out geek trivia show that we did, where he did become the geek king. Uh, we, we have uh, Trevor... I got a button for you, Trevor. Trevor Ooh. Reese, everybody. Woo! Is it, is it right? Of, what's the button? The button makes it so that your video becomes like full, almost full video. Ooh, my goodness. And then we, uh, Ambrosia and I, we're on the side now. And uh, oh. it's pretty cool. All right. Look at you. You're so my cool. My goodness. I, I don't know what to do with this uh, sudden uh, focus put on me. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, this was a, a good week. We had the end of King and Black, with this, uh, which sudden... feel like it didn't like not in a bad way, but feels like it's been going been going on for a long time. Yeah. Yep. I was just when I was reading it, I thought the same thing of like, okay, are we? It's we're <laughs> at the end now. It's been a while. Right. Yeah. Uh, who who's that voice? Could it perhaps be a newcomer? Uh, I believe she 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 calls herself teacher by day. Uh, what comic book fan by night? Yes. We got Ambrosia Coep. Is it Coep or Cope? Uh, it's Kep. I was. It, oh, it's, it's neither. neither. It's neither oh. of the Jokes on you. <laughs> just kidding. I just I, I found out like two days before I got married. That's how you pronounced it. So it's fine. Oh. Um. Would you have changed your mind? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. You're like, you I signed up. A, no. a life of correcting people. <laughs> no. What almost got me to change my mind is that it's spelled K O E P P. I teach middle schoolers. You have to say P P. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, that's that's well done. That's that's solid junior high material. If they notice, ah, uh, she said P P. Yeah. So I, that feels. I, I'm sorry for you. Okay, it happens. I, uh, I, uh, think PP is uh, is funny. I, I think. <laughs> so, uh, I was gonna say something more, more. Uh, uh, oh, you, you said it all. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's that's pretty much it. Um, we we're here uh, to talk about uh, uh, weekly comics because for anyone out there, oh, there's 40 people watching. Ooh. Uh, uh, the 40 people watching us on volume.com. So, yeah, we, we are streaming to two different platforms today. Sometimes it's four, sometimes it's two, but it's always volume.com slash the Keeg Show. So there are bread and... They're not our bread and butter. They're our main squeeze. I'm trying to think of idioms. They're our main squeeze. So if you guys are watching us, follow us on uh, volume.com slash the Keeg Show, and you can create an account. It's free to create an account. You get to... Uh, you get free amps which are like the credits that you tip with. You get free amps, and you can tip whatever creator you like on volume.com, whether it's us, which we would hope, but then also, you know. Well, I don't want to uh, sound a- I don't want to sound too bad because I've been on, this is my fourth volume.com appearance, but just now I set up my account on volume.com. So I oh, am nice. A part of this part of this brigade waiting on my free amps. I'm looking at it right now and I got zero amps. I was promised free amps 
Was there uh, a, a was there a promo code I should have used at checkout? There, it might have been a <laughs> it might, might have been a promotional thing. Thank you for checking on that, Trevor, and calling us out. <laughs> literally on the damn show should i no uh, but should i like every all these all these shows that broadcast they always have a promo code to enter yeah. a checkout and i don't know if i messed up if there's if something there's i missed admin, I, if there's an admin out there they normally watch our shows if there's an admin out there uh if you could let us know how you how do you get those free amps because papa I wanna, wants I, to know i want to i want to start tipping people i want to yeah. start giving back i want some of those yeah. free amps yeah um, Matt Morey says the key dropping coin. When did we drop coin? We are more likely to drop trow on this show than drop coin. Um, but let me know. Anyway, uh, uh, Ambrosia, welcome to the show. Uh, what were you hoping to get out of this today? What kind of show did you sign up for? Um, first off, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, all of your shows have been really awesome. I went back and I watched them. What? Uh, Yes. Um, and I love your energy um, and just the excitement. Um, so when I walked in, I had no idea what I'm what I'm expecting. I just love to talk nerdy things with fellow nerds who also enjoy the same thing. Like prior to joining TikTok, I had no like no one else to like share my excitement with um, yeah. when it came to like comic books. Um right. So just finding like this community of fellow comic bookers um, has been exciting. So just, you know, talking about my dislike for Mary Jane has been so exciting. <laughs> you know, that, that reminds me, I remember like vividly reaching the end of Secret Invasion um, where Norman Osborn kills the scroll queen and then is installed as the leader of shield and then it ends with him like me the cabal and i was in college and and was with my girlfriend at the time who was not into comics and i was just like i remember thinking like she does not understand like i need someone to tell norman osborne's in charge of shield like someone needs to understand it was right. so, it felt so crushing to not be able to share the excitement with someone so i know it's, yeah. it's i was walking down the hallway the other day or it was just yesterday uh and two of my coworkers were talking and they're like yeah and then the underdogs and i'm like are you talking about godzilla versus kong because and i just like go on this tangent and they're like uh we're actually talking about march madness <laughs> oh uh, no i was like oh me too my bad sorry guys but Kong ver uh, Godzilla vs. Kong did open up with that cool bracket effect in the opening credits. So. Oh, yeah. That was weird, right? Yeah. Okay, don't spoil anything. I've only gotten halfway through because I'm watching okay. it with my dad. I'm watching it with my dad, and he likes to take breaks. But I'm, like, if you, you, you guys don't know my dad, my the fact that I roped him into this movie is, like, it's a success. Like, he's asking questions, and then, like, even when he's not asking questions, I'm, like, telling him, like, oh, yeah, that was from this. That was, because he hasn't seen the Godzilla movies, but he has seen Kong Skull Island because we, we watched that recently. So, like, it's a success, but if he needs to take breaks after every 45 minutes, that's fine. I'm not getting him to watch the Snyder Cut. I, <laughs> that's not, that. so I'm, I'm fine. Godzilla vs. King but Kong. He, but yeah. Kong, he seems to be fully in Kong's corner because Kong we're, we're a Kong pulled family. him in. You're I a Kong family. That. Kong yeah. was what pulled him in. He's only seen yeah. Skull Island. I mean, yeah. 
I get why you like Kong, especially this Kong compared to uh, like Peter Jackson's like I'm in love with Naomi Watts Kong. Like it's a good <laughs> Kong, but like I'm always gonna be Team Godzilla, baby. Like oh yeah, no, see yeah, yeah. This I, like I'm this like not to this isn't a spoiler, but this is like I realized the progression of the American movies is the same progression of the Godzilla movies in Japan. Like the original Toho movies, like Godzilla vs. King Kong was the our th- uh the third movie in the Toho uh like library. Like that w- uh-huh. that, that happened really early on. And like it goes cuckoo bananas. Like it starts off as this like beautiful metaphor for Japanese fears on uh nuclear power, nuclear uh uh nuclear bombs, and then it like literally th- three, four movies later, it is cuckoo bananas two monsters fighting each other like that's all at the door so it's just like it's kind of fun to see people like i don't know why but i like this movie it's like this is what godzilla is about welcome to the party (laughs) yeah yeah um i'm just team kong that's fair yeah uh uh the way i see it is godzilla versus kong is batman versus superman it is it's literally like they're like whole style like the fact is is that like kong can throw a punch like Godzilla can't, right? I mean, he does have a tail that like shoots out fire. Right. What? He shoots fire out of the tail. I oh. thought he shoots it out of his mouth. Oh in, no! In, in Shin Godzilla, he does. That Shin Godzilla is crazy. Okay. Like that is uh, an awesome movie. Like that is yeah. might be the best Godzilla movie because it's. Okay. It's treated as seriously as the 54 version, but like oh. it's in the present day. And so it just looks that much more amazing. And it's, but it's crazy. It's, okay. We're going to, we're going to get off this topic. Otherwise, <laughs> tell me how like in the end they fuse together and they become Kongzilla. I don't want to hear this. Okay. That would be a really cool story. But yeah. Yes. You just need to tell your dad. Come on, we need to get through it. Yeah. Well, he- here's the thing. My dad and I, like, we're watching other stuff too, because like my dad, my mom, and me are watching Jack Ryan, and so like when the three of us are together eating dinner, we're watching Jack Ryan, and then when my mom leaves to do her her work, then my dad and I pick up on Godzilla or Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong, whatever. Uh, so I think we're one viewing away from finishing it off i think so you know well you're also um, getting to the point where it's just like you, you're not gonna want to stop like if you're like if you still have like 45 minutes you're not gonna want to do that in like two chunks right so, right yeah right i think i'm in the last 45 maybe the last hour maybe yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah so it's just like all right we can set aside an hour yeah um um First things first, we got 86 people viewing us on volume right now. Um, if you guys want to create an account, it is free. I can't make any other promises until I figure that out, but it is free account, and you could chat with us. So that chat bar that you see in the right-hand corner of our screen, uh, you could be on that and be there in perpetuity. Think about that. You're part of history. Um, do you guys, like, with your parents, do you guys share the same interests? Because Trevor's whining about how his ex girlfriend didn't didn't like comic books or didn't understand it, which I get. I'm we not need whining. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, but like, I, okay. My dad and I have a long history of Legend of Zelda. Oh. It, well, it, okay. It's Legend of Zelda and the Flash. 
because I like I've said before, I used to have oh. a Flash podcast, and he loves. I have an uncle who's named Barry, middle name Allen, so I am related what? to a Barry Allen, Barry Allen Reese. Uh, okay, but also Uncle Barry's not the best. Um, <laughs> but no, but my dad like my... Uncle Barry a Dingleberry. He sucks. <laughs> Dingleberry <laughs> um, Allen. Dingleberry Allen like Reese. It. He sucks. But um. No, the he like read like he loved Superboy and The Flash. He like was reading it at the start of Silver Age because he was born in fifty. So like he was just a couple years removed from like the start of all that. Yeah. And so he read so much, but it's the classic story of his mom gave away his comics because she didn't oh, no. realize what the, what the value was. Um, but I had at one point I had him on my podcast to talk Aww. about The Flash, and we talked about it. Um and like wait, your dad or Barry Allen? No, my dad. Okay. We oh. do not communicate with Barry Allen. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, are, are you guys are you guys like the Thons? There's a split between the Thons and the Allens. Yeah. I guess we would be the Thons of my dad's family. We would be the black sheep because we're the well adjusted side of it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um yeah, I don't know. My parents don't like science fiction. They don't like science fiction. My parents don't like... So, like, Star Wars, superhero stuff, I had to develop on my own. Or with friends, right? Like, growing up. Uh, Ambrosia, were, were you the same? A hundred percent. I didn't even hear about Star Wars until I was younger, and I saw The Phantom Menace with, like, my friend and her family. And I was like what is this magic? Um, and so I had to do the same thing. Like I read my first comic book when I was in high school and I was just so amazed. And even now my parents have to deal with me like at the dinner table. And I'm like, and then Iron Man did this. <laughs> and do you know how profound that is? And they're just like, uh-huh. Okay. Can you pass the gravy? Yeah. No. Um, no. Yeah. So my, like none of my family are like, geeky at all um bless their souls though like when the last jedi came out they all made an effort and every saturday they watched a new star wars movie leading up to it so they could come watch it with me so that was so amazing but they didn't like them but they tried um so no i am the black sheep when it comes to like nerdy yeah yeah same here um basically yeah because i have a sister too and my sister sometimes used to watch stuff with me but now she's an adult and she's sworn off at all and it's like not interesting to her and i'm like oh come on like ah. <laughs> well, oh. and the funny thing is is like my parents are like well at least you teach middle school at least your kids will like have conversations with you they don't like no. <laughs> I, I have like the coolest star wars room like i have like x-wings hanging from my ceiling and i have like yeah comic books and they walk in and they're like uh more star wars what do you what do you what do you teach if i may uh, ask i teach uh so i teach special education so i work with students mm. with learning disabilities mm. um so i teach sixth seventh and eighth grade language arts for um, oh, language arts yeah students okay learning disabilities that's cool though like you have the comic books like my homecoming yeah. not homecoming homeroom teacher my homeroom teacher your homecoming in, teacher <laughs> yeah my home you guys didn't have a homecoming teacher no he said uh, <laughs> he told me to try on dresses until i found the right one uh nobody no it was just me no nope. um it's, it's, cool. it's frowned upon i think 
Yeah. Yeah. These no, my days. homeroom teacher, my homeroom teacher in junior high had comic books. So for like our 30 minute homeroom, which was like before all our classes, like 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it was like, uh, we got to read, like, I got to read comics and like, we're talking like dare, uh, like eighties daredevil. Um, who wrote that run? I'm, I'm trying to remember Frank Miller. Um, it might have been a Frank Frank Miller. Daredevil. That'd be upsetting if your your homeroom teacher had F- Frank Miller's run just out and about. Like it's not like it's not shocking, shocking, but it is like it was violent. Is yeah. what I remember. So but at the same time, like my my we had I my tenth uh, grade English teacher Craig Carroll Bull whole story about why he's called bull uh he's an amazing a lot of stories with names i i got i'm just now realizing it it's it's one of the no 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 it's one of those things that like it feels normal and then i go out into the world just like oh no (laughs) (laughs) well i i'm sure that for a time that um you know people thought that having a homecoming room teacher was normal too and trying on dresses i bet but then you find out it's not normal. It's a different time. But um, but that's how I found out about San- Sandman, was we had, a, Bull had a, a breakdown and left, and we had a sub for the rest of the year, and the sub was the one who told me about Sandman. Because, oh. like, he, but he, he, like, saw, I was, like, kind of a nerd, kind of into comic books and everything. He's just like, dude, Sandman. The, uh, but it was, like, I was in 10th grade and, like, ready for, like, I'm not. I'm not reading Spider-Man anymore. Like, <laughs> was, that, was that Kermit the Frog? What? what, what? It, it was me. It was me as a 14-year-old. Oh, okay. Hey guys. Uh, I'm a in my own in my own head canon, I had a, a a deeper voice in middle school than I do now. I'm not quite sure. I don't think it's true, but in my head, it's no. Like, I I had I, parents commented on how high pitched my voice was. Oh. When I was a kid. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is becoming, you know, let, let, this, this is just therapy for everything that we've gone through as, as kids, you know? Um, but, but, uh, piggybacking off of what Ambrosia was saying is just like, uh, maybe it was Ambrosia. I think, anyway, uh, just about like TikTok and like these communities on TikTok and like on, on social media in general, but like finding people that have those same interests as you and like being able to talk about it. Cause like now we don't, we don't even have to be in the same state, you know? Uh, I mean, Trevor and I are, but like Ambrosia, where, where? I'm in Colorado. Colorado. That's crazy. And then like, we're, we're creating connections. We're having fun. We're talking about comics. Um, uh, uh, Trevor, are you going to speak for us? Oh, Uh, we're in in Los Angeles. We're not only in the same state, we're in the same city, right? (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not in LA. I'm not in LA. I'm I'm in Fullerton, uh, Orange County. So oh, I'm very okay, close. Okay. I'm, I'm not in LA proper. I'm in it's, Orange County, but you know. It's one of the, yeah. It's one of those things where like if you're in it, you know we're different. But like if anyone else hears uh, Orange County, they're like oh my god, like the rest of the county. Yeah. When they ha- don't live here, they don't realize how far a mile is on an right. LA freeway. <laughs> right. All my all my like foreign family. We were just like, oh, yeah, we're in L.A. Like, yeah. people in other countries are like, oh, yeah, yeah, Disneyland is in L.A., but it's not. Disneyland no. is not in L.A. And, like, but people in other countries are like, Disneyland's L.A. Hollywood, Disneyland, it's, like, the same thing. Yeah. You know? Um, so, uh, yeah, Matt Matt Morey says that's L.A. to the rest of the, count, uh, the country, even. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Mac um, gets it. What's oh, up? You, Matt, Matt you got a tip. I, I'm looking yeah. at uh, Aries, thank you so much for that tip, Aries. He's our he's our number one fan. Um, uh, Sir, Sir tips a lot is what we is what we call him. No, I just came up with that. Um, <laughs> but but when he drinks, stick. when he when he drinks, he's Sir Tipsy a lot. Because I mean, <laughs> he has a problem. <laughs> and no, the I'm, second I'm hour joking. of this show is going to be about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have therapy. This is just our therapy talk show. We got 104 people watching us on volume.com slash nice. show. So while I have you 104, please create an account. It is free. You can talk to us on the chat. We'd love to hear you. We're talking comic books. This is our comic book talk. Um, well, comic talk. Uh, but yeah. then also follow us on other social media or follow us individually on our personal social media. What were you saying, Trevor? I was just going to say, I mean, it's a little tangent uh, from comic books, but, like, where does yeah. everyone stand on Zemo's dance? Uh, okay. Uh, Ambrosia, <laughs> have, you watched, have you watched the show, right? Of course. Okay. Cool, cool, I, cool, cool, cool. I'm all for it. Yes. But I'm also, like, the queen of, like, awkward dances. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, like, I, we have the same energy right then and there. Oh. Uh, um... Uh, I am fine with his dance, but people did bring up that the retcon is weird. Uh, the retcon of, I, like, of Zemo's backstory, right? Uh, yeah, I brought this up uh before. Um, but like, he, we when we met him in Civil War, he was at, at a very different point in his regular life. His family right. was dead. He was on a vendetta. He could have been a cool ass guy before. Before Age of Ultron, he could have been this party dude. And now he's like, it's been seven years. I've been in prison. I'm going to like remember who I am. Like we're kind of seeing he's Baron Zemo. Like yeah. I, and also what I did notice is Bucky's nodding his head too. When you see the little buck cut to Bucky, he's like, he gives a little this. So Sam's really the odd man out in that scene. Cause Sam's just like on edge the whole time. And he's in a right. sweet ass suit and just like, yeah. He's still, and he's just not having a good time. Even Bucky, he's like, he's getting a little. I feel like just... Sam's never been undercover. That's not his strength, right? That's true. That's yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm all for it. And uh, I don't know. Have you have any of you guys read nonstop Spider Man yet? Yeah, I have not. I if I start, will I stop? I don't know. <laughs> It says nonstop, so I got to put some time in. Well, I mean, eventually you'll stop until issue two comes out. So yeah, that's yeah. positive. But Baron's, I mean, he's in there too, right? Yes. At yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, he we find that he's in there, and okay, I'm excited because I, I I feel like we always need more Baron. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I like I like Baron Zemo. I like him in certain things, like in the comics. Like Baron Zemo, when he deals with Begalia, you guys know Begalia, that that like nation of villains. Oh yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. Avengers undercover, and then they deal with it in the Punisher run, where Punisher is just going through a nation of villains, killing everybody. Oh, uh, Punisher, <laughs> the Punisher. Um, I think it's Pun good that the Punisher, Punisher doesn't have a series right now. Yeah, like, but Pun Punisher is like when you want to get drunk. And you only have like crap liquor. Like he is just, but it's just like, it's so sweet because it's all that you got. Like there's something like Punisher feels like such a guilty pleasure for me. Okay. Yeah. 
but like I, I literally just got done going over uh someone asked on tiktok to do a like to go over when thanos was the punisher and so the cosmic ghostwriter series oh. and oh. uh punisher like that that was a wild ride like you see such like a different like i don't know my opinion like a different side of him like oh yeah because his like whole purpose was trying to go back to stop thanos like he 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 basically like took baby thanos like under his wing and was like let me nurture you so you could be a good human being and not kill my family and i I don't know i I like that i like watching punisher take care of baby thanos (laughs) Yeah, there was a, um, a weird, strange like six months in comics where there was Baby Thanos and Baby Darkseid running around at the same time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, baby. That was uh, up to like Apocalypse War or whatever, and, and just okay. like the it was like the culmination of Jeff Johns's uh, yeah. Justice League run. Have you guys noticed that uh, there are more baby characters coming out right now? Like the night somebody pointed out, the '90s had a lot of baby characters, and now. The 2020s have a lot of baby characters, like What's whether baby it's Baby Groot, Baby oh, Yoda, Groot. Uh, uh, Baby uh, Baby Vision was a meme. Baby, oh, I loved Baby Vision. <laughs> you know, you know, I can't stand Jar Jar Binks, but I saw a picture of a baby Jar Jar Bink and I wanted one. Yeah, yeah, uh, Baby Jabba. Like, have you seen yeah. that, that? That from the Clone uh, Wars. Yeah, was the it from first the Clone Star Wars? Wars? It's from the Clone Wars movie. Stinky. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was the Clone Wars movie is awful and like it is bad. The, it's the a complete bad antithesis. Yeah, the complete antithesis of what the show became. Yeah, and Stinky um, is at the the core of it. Yeah, uh, there, there's Baby Peanut, which is baby or Baby Nut, right? Is what he's called. It's the the uh, planters. <laughs> baby Mister Peanut. The, baby Mister Peanut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's him. There's a lot of baby. What did I see recently? There's, there's a, a Muppet baby Baby's for, revival. Like is there? that's not that's it's on Disney Plus. I mean, it could have been before, but that's happening. Okay, so. there's a baby SpongeBob. Where he's not a baby, but he's like a little kid. Adolescent SpongeBob. Ca- yeah, Camp, Camp Coral. You know, uh, Mark has joined the crowd. What's up, Mark? Hi, Mark. Um, Hi, Mark. 120 people are watching Volume.com/slash The Geek Show. So uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, yeah, there. I feel there's a baby resurgence. You know, it's coming back. It's coming back. Uh, I mean, maybe it's it's a cycle. You said like in the '90s, so it's like every 30 years, the babies have a resurgence. It's the baby boom. It's the baby boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm all for yeah. it though, because I I like little. Okay, I like baby cartoons, but not like yeah. actual like. Babies. Babies. Are you yeah. worried that uh, your parents and in-laws are watching? Just... <laughs> I like my babies. <laughs> I like the concept of babies. Yes. And babies for other people. <laughs> yes. But let me talk about my Lego collection that I can <laughs> buy because I don't have those babies. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, like King Shark looks like a baby in the Suicide oh, Squad. Baby Shark. Yes, Matthew. Yeah. You are 100% Baby Shark. Sure. Maybe that Baby Shark it. was the start of it. Maybe that's the patient's yeah. and then And then we're going to have a Mama Shark. So then Baby Yoda is going to find a Mama Yoda, and we're going to have a new baby. I don't know. Uh, I hope there's not, like, just a family of just, like, what? just, like, nuclear family every character. 
So I'm not Mama I'm not... Yoda, Baby Yoda, Daddy <laughs> Yoda, Grandpa Yoda. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it because I feel like just mentioning it is just going to put it in everyone's head. But obviously, there is a Baby Yoda version of the Baby Shark song. Like, you can very easily put that. Yeah. See? I don't okay. have to sing it. It's just in everyone's heads. They can just imagine it, and we don't need to hear it again. You can just play it in your head. It works. Okay, but you have to you have to put a, a, a duh instead of one of the do's, right? Because in order for the syllables to match up, right? That's for the record producer. Because it's baby shark do 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 do, right? But it would be baby yo da do 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 do, right? You'd have to put a duh. Yeah. <laughs> but it says because that's his name. Uh. Yeah. But no wait, but his name is not even Yoda. Okay, we're oh. getting to we're but okay, I mean, you know I what's this funny? This conversation is working yes. because we get 127 views or people on on volume. Again, Hi, 127 name, 135 nameless people. Please create an account. Well, no, uh, create you know, one create, is create Aries account. and one is Matthew. Mark and, and Matthew. one is Matthew and, and poop 34. Poop, poop so we have. Do you have a name? That is his name. <laughs> uh, poop 34 is Paul. Paul laughed. Oh, hi, Paul. He's on the show. Um, so let's uh, let's let's talk about um, uh, the comics that came out this week. And this is the struggle yeah. with this show, right? Because we get a lot of people watching this show, and we can't assume that they're all hardcore comic fans like we are, right? People aren't reading these comics, but what I like to do is tell people like to read comics, give them recommendations, tell them where they can find these comics. We get a whole mix of people, right? And so it's tough. Uh, so we open the show talking about like random stuff, hook them in and then like yeah. talk about like the minutia of everything. But do keep in mind that like not everybody here is reading these comics. So like, like uh, uh, I think I, I like to tackle it from a perspective of like, yeah, like uh, what are the comics out right now? What do we like about them? But like keeping it, we can talk about the minutia, but you get, you guys get what I'm saying? I think so. It's a mixed audience. It's a mixed yeah. audience. Some people want us to 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 uh, get into a tub of Jello and and wrestle. We don't give them that, but instead we talk about comic books. So, you know. I mean, I've if, if Trevor was ever opened about Trevor, the wrestling, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we'll figure that out. I mean, it's like the one thing that all of us seem to have read this week that I think we should talk about is King yeah. in Black. Yeah. Uh, I I mean. It like I it just feels like it's been going on forever because Donny Cates has been the writer of the series has been doing so much to build towards it. Like he wrote uh, Maximum Carnage or Abs Absolute Carnage that came out a, a few years ago, and, and Ryan Steckman did the not Joker and Harley. I wish I read that. I forgot to pick it up. Um, yeah, but, sorry, uh, <laughs> I, I messed up my stream deck. I'm I saw it. I saw it. I, I have the stream up so I could see the comments. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <gasps> um, Baby Fett. Oh, I'm sorry. Just a just a baby in a in a Mandalorian helmet. Like that... I want to. Can I see the? You know, Conan did uh, a bit one time where it was it was a book of of. And Getty's pictures, like the baby pictures of them, like in a flower pot. And it, yeah. was, it was baby Bane. There's all these babies with Bane masks. And I think <laughs> just babies with Mandalorian helmets would be 
Yeah. Uh, or... So yeah. freaking cute. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. Anyways, yeah, no, 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 no. Black, no, we, black. that was a tangent worth taking. Sorry, um, I just saw it. <laughs> but yeah, no, because like Donny Cates has been like building towards, I don't know if this is like Jeff Johns and Green Lantern building towards Blackest Night sort of levels, but like it feels like he's been building towards this for a long time and like the story still going on has been like a feel of it, but it's, it was good. It's been so long. Is it over yet? I th- this yes, mm. well, kind of, kind no, of. No. I mean, like okay, I would say the the story, the King and I can I can't even see the King and Black stories over because I mean I don't want to give spoilers, but the end. But I would say that this main storyline is over and there's like a semi solution but i still feel like that there's i don't feel a hundred percent like ah we have a ending i don't know do you (laughs) only in the fact that there will be no more issues of this story released do i feel there's an ending like that's that's how i feel like yeah because it obviously sets up the the next storyline like to a point of like it almost feels like a Marvel movie, like just, and here's, make sure to stay for the end credit scene so you could see the continuing adventure of it. Like, right. this really sets up where it's going to go. But like, I, yeah, I don't know if, if where, it, it's basically, it's just like where Johnny Cates is going, like is, obviously King and Black was a huge, like marker for where he wanted to go. But like, is the result of what we saw in this last issue, like, Oh no! This is the story I want to tell, and there's gonna be more. Like, which makes sense because Absolute Carnage, King and Black. Like, if you're gonna make it a trilogy, we need one more crazy crossover series. So, speaking of crossover, I love his crossover. Okay, but anyway. Oh, I met Donnie. Donnie Cates is really cool. I met him at Comic Con like eight years ago. Um, I met him just before I got this crazy the whole side story but like i got to talk to him for a second and he told me that he used to come to comic-con as a fan and he told himself like in like 2007 2008 he's like i'm not gonna come back until i'm on a panel till i'm not here as a fan but here as a creator here to promote and he did it and i got to meet him and now like he's even way bigger than he was back then like yeah he's is killing it yeah and uh, no, he's been doing awesome. Um, well, and then speaking of like the Cosmic Ghost Rider a, a little while ago, he's the one who yeah. was uh, writing that one. So with Baby Thanos and Punisher. Um, but he has been doing so much what he's currently writing. Thor, uh, King and Black, Venom, um, Crossover. Uh, he's been doing a ton. But, okay, of comics that came out this week, um, I I don't know. In my opinion, so Venom came out, um, which I think if you're not re- like if you're reading King and Black, I feel like you should be reading Venom as well. Um, right. And I read King and Black first, and then I read Venom. And I wish I would have read Venom first, and then King and Black, because I think Venom sets up King and Black. Okay. I was wondering, because like, I, I was talking about before we, we went on, like, I read King and Black and didn't get to Venom. Uh, and so, okay, so King and Black is where the story concludes and Venom acts as a lead up and not like a companion? Yeah. I almost okay. wish that they would have put Venom out last week. 
and then King and Black today. I, I wish I had stuff to add to this, but I have not. But I like listening to you guys talk about it. Because <laughs> I'll go I'll go back and I'll read it. I will. Um mostly because I'm a completionist and I and I, you know, I have to, right? But uh is it worth is it worth me or sh- me reading it, or should I uh uh should I just move on? I'll read it. Yeah. I like I I don't know what it's gonna do for like the lore and the canon of Venom. Like it, obviously, big stuff is established within it, but like it's just a fun it's just a fun read. Like Donny Cates' run and what he's built towards has been a fun read. Um, so yeah, I would read it just for that. Like I'm not sure if how big the impact of the story is gonna be, but like it's just a good it, every every month. It's a good 22 pages. Like, I think I'm gonna say the opposite. That I think that this is a must read, and that it is going oh. to impact more than what we know because of like the ending. I didn't see coming. And do you guys do spoil? No, I'm not gonna do spoilers. We've um, come this far, like, yeah. Okay, we've come this far. We sh- if we were gonna do spoilers, we should have just no. said at the front. We've done the gymnastics. No, but because, like, something happened. Well, I mean, this whole thing, Eddie Brock has been going through this, like, turmoil of, like, is he dead? Like, what's going on? Because then he's, you know. um, And so where the end is, I think, changes Eddie Brock. And we know Eddie Brock as Venom, but then there's a possibility that he may not be Venom anymore and then the whole, and then the whole dynamic between Dylan and his powers um, okay I don't know so in my opinion I think it's going to impact venom okay more, but I don't know yeah I, I mean I've loved this is the venom I love is he is venom Eddie Brock at his core is a good man. Like, I don't like the Topher Grace depiction where he's, like, an opportunistic kind of a-hole. I mean, uh, granted, everything else about Topher Grace, but, like, on the page, <laughs> like, he's an opportunistic guy. He's he's reaching for stuff that's not his. Like, I like more the Tom Hardy where it's just, like, he's a good man, but life dealt him a real crap hand. And, and I think we see that so much in this comic, and especially, like, with his son Dylan. He wants to create a better life for him, than what he was dealt with. Yeah. And so you have like the, you know, the moral compass is kind of changing and shifting. And um, and so I love, what I did love is like watching them all. I just always love like the anti-heroes teaming up with like yeah. the superheroes and working together. And I think that's what I like so much about King and Black. Cause it's, like you saw like Black Cat working yeah. with characters. It's the moment I, I think you might feel the same way. It's the moment when the heroes have to realize that the anti-hero is the person best suited for the situation to save the day that I love. Like, that's why I love when the anti-hero rises up because there's a great moment at King of Black where everyone's just like, wait, what? Eddie Brock's going to save us? Okay. Like, and it, like, it is not like, he's, it's big stakes. Like, it is bigger stakes than Eddie Brock has previously dealt with like he's been kind of anti-hero saving the homeless in the sewers 
uh, anti-Spider-Man for a long, long time. And Donny Cates is like, no, he's on a cosmic level. Like, these are space parasites and you're going to have him save homeless people in New York City? Like, no, this is a story that can go way bigger. Well, and that's what I also yeah. felt. Did any of you guys read the one shot last week of Scream, King of Black? No. I missed no. that one. I forgot to read it. That one is really good because we see a lot of that, but with Andy Benton, who is um, Scream, because she chooses, like, she's seeing all these, like, brainwashed children who are, like, following, like, the symbiotes and, like, under Noel's like brainwashing and she's trying to save them and like you just see that like internal dialogue between like Scream and Andy and it's so good I love it like Flash Tom the Flash Thompson Venom and like what Bendis did towards the end of his Guardians run like I love when they make the the symbiote a more active character in it and a more like empathetic like it is not just a, an alive suit it's some it's a being that has emotions and feelings and directive and agency like i think like more so than like when venom was like first started with like todd mcfarland and he was like a cool badass villain like the past like couple of years they really nailed how to make venom an interesting long-term character that, that's yeah yeah that's the thing about these like characters that are beloved by edgelords yeah. is that like they're not long-lasting characters because you can't do much like what every issue they kill someone great like what more can you do even punisher suffers from stagnation i feel yeah. like you you gotta really like oh what are we gonna do with the punisher other than make him shoot people you know I, what i mean Pun punisher works when you have a full story in you like Garth Ennis had a full story in him and what to do with Punisher. Jason Aaron's Punisher Max series like had a beginning, middle, and end. Like when you know you have broad strokes of the story you want to tell with Punisher, it works. When you just want to make him a monthly, just like let's see what happens, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh Punisher is interesting. He's an interesting character, especially the real world ramifications and connections that like he has, like in in real life. Uh, he's very interesting. Uh, just just the effect he has on like mainstream pop culture. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah, um, never the, trust a person walking around in a Punisher shirt. <laughs> I love right. Punisher, but I'm never gonna wear a Punisher shirt. I don't want to. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, man. Maybe, maybe I would have as a kid, but I was, but even then I wouldn't have, I don't know. I just, I don't, I never did, I guess, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, Hoop 34 brought up Frankencastle when he was a Frankenstein monster. Surprisingly like, not, not the lowest point. The lowest point was the pre, no. pre Ennis when they made him like an agent an of heaven. Yeah. He was like an angel. Yeah. And was hunting demon. He was punishing demons. <laughs> yeah. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then yeah. I, I uh, also forgot that he was also Captain America for a while, too. Yeah. That was a fun Oh, time. in Civil War? During Civil War? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or no. Yeah. Post, post, was it, was it during, no, it was after Captain America died, right? He just, like, yeah. puts on the suit. He, he's he, like, yeah, yeah he snapped for a sec. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
what else? Okay, I didn't get to read any Marvel stuff this this week uh, yet, but I'm like a big X Men fan. So Marauders came out and Excalibur came out, and I'm loving what X Men is doing with the stuff. But I can't talk about like what this week's issues were because uh, I didn't read them yet. But did you guys read any X Men this week? I haven't read it this week. The last thing I've read of X Men was the X Men Demon Days with Mm, Paige Momoko. That was an amazing issue. I loved it. I love that she did the artwork and the writing of it, and it was so beautiful. That's the one with Psylocke, right? Yes. Like, it's it's an alternate Japanese... Yeah. Feudal, a feudal Japan-related story, right? Yep, so she took, like, an X-Men story and put it into, like, Japanese folklore. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. Well, and Marvel's kind of been, like, it's not been, like, a full focus, but they've been it, here and there addressing the, the problematic nature of Psylocke. That, like... Yes. It, it, her, her mind's been swapped around to different bodies, and along over the years, it has created some very problematic storylines. But I like that they're, like, allowing for beautiful stories like Demon Days to happen, but it, they are slowly addressing the the weird stuff they've put out over the years that's very problematic. Well, now that they've bought, brought Quanon, Quanon back, Quanon is the body of Psylocke. Betsy Braddock is the mind of Psylocke that we remember, but now they're two different beings. So they're able to explore, like, Quan, like the body that we know of Quanon, or of Psylocke is Quanon, you know? It's super weird. They deal with that in X... No, Hellions. Uh, Quanon is in Hellions, whereas Betsy Braddock is in Excalibur. And uh, I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. You know. Have you been keeping up with Hickman's run of X-Men? Yeah, the, the main X-Men series? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you like it? I'm I'm loving because Hickman is the, the, the mastermind behind this whole Dawn of X Krakoa situation. I'm just gonna show some comic book uh, covers while while I have it. I'm not gonna be able to talk about these issues specifically. This is Excalibur twenty right here. That's a good team up. Uh, oh, with Quanon and uh, Excalibur or uh, Betsy on it, and then we got Marauders, which has been awesome. The whole the whole Dawn of X Krakoa stuff. I'm in love with. It's exploring X Men, keeping the history but trying new things, and. Uh, I love that we're seeing villains and, and, and X-Men team up. Uh, they're having to be a united race. Otherwise, they face extinction, right? Um, Ambrosia, uh, did you have a... Did you have a... What, what's your, what's your uh, take? I've been really liking it, but I was going to say okay. there was a book that I recently read, and I totally forgot, but it was like Teen X-Men. Uh, it just came out a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, Children of the Atom? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Did you guys read that? I, I did. through it. Uh, see, a lot of people... I didn't like it. See, I was going to say, so many people didn't like it, but I actually did. Yeah? Yeah, I... Okay. Something about me is that it's really hard for me to say that I don't like a comic because I always just... I know the time and, like, effort that they go into them, and I always just say, like, it may not be my cup of tea, but it could be someone else's, and, like, I always just have hopes that one day, like, maybe these teens or, like, some younger generation will read this and, like, be able to connect, so I think, like, that's why I liked it, and I think it would just be so cool to see, like, some of the X-Men, like, be mentors 
do yeah. some of yeah. So I I, I uh, like. I agree. Like I think I've mentioned on the show that I like the teen the teen based stuff like i like the academies the different ones like there's something that i get out of it because like with dc like i grew up with young justice and teen titans and like um those comic books yeah and like i like those um so with marvel same thing goes with avengers academy uh future foundation like uh i don't know maybe i don't i don't know what what it is about me that that i like that stuff but um children of the atom i just I, I can't judge it by the first issue because I know they're probably building up to something because there's no way that Hickman okayed this series and it has no purpose. Like it has, each series has a purpose, right? Right. Uh, so I'm just trying to figure out what that purpose is because spoiler alert, this came out a couple weeks ago or even not a month ago, Children of Adam number one is about like these high schoolers that have these powers, but they're not mutants, right? Mm-hmm. And what did I compare it to? Oh, I compared it to Young Avengers. You know, like the original Young Avengers run? They weren't related to the Avengers at all. Yeah, they they were like weirdly connected and had similar power sets. And I still really like that too. No, Young Avengers is amazing. I I don't have, like, Children of the Atom, like, I was skimming through it, so I haven't given it a full read, so my opinion's skewed. But it just, like, when I was reading it, I was kind of feeling like, I was just in the mind of that, like, Oh, it's the next Avengers cartoon movie where it's the kids and everything. And right. so I just went in with a sour mood. So I need to give it a full read because yeah, it, you brought the you brought up the great point of like of of Hickman's not. There's nothing that's not connected to this. Right. There's nothing that's slipping through that's not um yeah there. But it also just sounds like uh, Ambrosia. The way you describe it, just like all right, I need to give this a good read. I don't it know. sounds I- fun. And then I think I think what's hard is for as we get older, it's harder for us to read things like Young Avengers and um, like Young X Men. I think it's because like we're getting older. How dare you? How dare you? And we're like, this isn't about me. Like, I don't see myself in this character. Yeah. Uh, and I think like when we read X Men or yeah, I don't know. Um, I I thought it was a fun read, but yeah. I'm also I hate I'm I feel like I'm too easy to please. I'm like okay, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's like, how I am with like movies and stuff. Like most okay. movies, I love because yeah. I wasn't able to watch too many movies when I was a kid just because it cost money. And now I'm like I appreciate any movie experience now yeah. for the most part. No, and I, I'm right there with you. I'm just, yeah, I'm just an easy, like, it sounds bad. Like, there are so many people, like, on TikTok and everything who um, will critique so much. And I'm like, oh, I, I liked that. But the thing is, is, like, and especially with comic books, is that I have to go in and take them on two separate things. Like, I can't even compare the comic to the movie because they're they're not gonna be the same so yeah yeah uh quick thing uh andres andres are you in the uh uh are you in the chat right now uh because if you are let us know if there's any uh, volume admin in the chat right now let us know uh because we had a question for you uh regarding the accounts so and in my amps let us know. <laughs> yeah uh trevor uh uh were you gonna add on to that or uh, I think we've moved past it. Uh, I don't need to add yeah. on to anything. Yeah. 
This, uh, yeah, I, I love yeah. X-Men and the whole X-Men stuff. Like, I, I, Children of Adam has to have a purpose. I mean, and that first trade paperback that comes out for it is probably going to be great. But I don't know where it's going with this. Yeah. My mind is just, I've been following Russell Dodderman on Instagram, and my mind is just on the the ball that's coming. I forget what what the exact, like, what it's exactly called. What? Uh it's it's like the uh there's like a, a a party coming on that's like the Met but it's like a oh the, the Hellfire the Hellfire, Hellfire Gala. Gala the Hellfire Gala I'm so looking forward wait. to that like <laughs> wait I, what is it I'm out of the loop uh they haven't released any story details but we it's don't know story details yeah it, basically they're going to throw like a like the Met ball on Krakoa <gasps> and they it's have going costumes to like costumes and stuff it's so yeah. good. Russell gonna... Russell Dodderman on Instagram. He's the he's the artist. Uh, he also did like Thor. He did like the first couple of issues of Cy- the Cyclops, Young Cyclops series from a few years ago. Uh, but know. he's been releasing some stuff. But yeah, just look up Hellfire Gala on just Google that. Like, and the, the costumes they've like awesome. made fashion outfits. Yeah, they've made fashion outfits for okay. for the X Men. You guys are going to create fashion outfits and you are going to come up and you're going to do a show on it there you go you're going to have your own gala for when when okay so that's the challenge for the episode of this that happens when the uh, hellfire gala starts is we'll be in gala attire yes you got to come back oh we're we're gonna do an episode okay so it's three of us we're gonna create our own hellfire gala attire for when we zoom in i'm down it's happening. I'm down. I, How long do we have? How long? When does well, when this does come? come yes, yeah, so I'm looking up. Uh, I think it's May or June. Make sure keep talking. We'll find it. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, we yeah. have plenty of time. Well, yeah. he, here's the thing about the Hellfire Gala for anyone out there who wants to know. So the Hellfire Gala, uh, yeah, they they there's they brought in actual like costume designers to like design these costumes for that. How for pretty the, those are. Yeah, yeah, those are the yeah. mockups, right? And uh, but here's the thing: they're also going to to um to debut the new X-Men team in the Hellfire Gala. So recently a couple months ago there was a, a fan vote for one like one of the members of X-Men like you could vote for. And so they have the rest of the X-Men line planned and then you got to uh, do like a fan vote for like the new X-Men between like Forge and Marrow and Tempest and like different people like you got to vote for one and that lineup is going to premiere in the Hellfire Gala as well. Yeah, because uh, we did we talk about this before, like how there's technically no X Men team team right now. Like technically no, even technically in the, comic, in the blah blah blah. It's yeah, like the general Krakoa politics in the yeah. X Men comic. Yeah, and not like a, a Jim Lee cover X Men team. Right. Uh, right. Looks like June. Looks like June's our time. Okay. Like it looks like first week of June is is preamble and then second week is we're we're in the thick of it. Okay. So we have till June to design some outfits for this gala. I mean, we also I really I think what it comes down to is what we imagine our mutant power is and yeah. how do we express that through fashion. Well, sometimes mutants don't have powers. Keep that in mind. Like, like you could be just a blue skinned person and just be a mutant and you don't or, have any powers what's that that for that guy in the first issue of uh grant morrison's run jumbo carnation 
No, the guy oh, who had three three faces. Like, oh. Literally in like the first issue. Ugly, ugly, it's like Ugly John or yeah, something. Yeah, Ugly right? John or something. I mean, he literally, his mutant power is just, he just has three faces. <laughs> yeah. And Cyclops, like, mercy kills him or something? Yeah. Yep. What the, like. It that, was I, crazy. <laughs> that, that run. I like Grant Morrison, but I did not like his run on X Men. Uh, well, Grant Morrison uh, came out as non-binary. He's they now. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So their run. Uh, their run right. was problematic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and crazy. Uh, I wouldn't say their run was problematic per se. It was crazy, yeah. and it just didn't make it, it. As a teenager with the Grant Morrison X Men run, it left a bad taste in my mouth. That it was. It was like the Authority. Like, The Authority, I read, but, like, they left a bad taste in my mouth. Did you ever read The Authority? I have It was, like, Wildstorm. It's, like, Wildstorm DC multiverse hopping uh, super team of, like, people who just, like, punch people's heads off. Like, that's <laughs> kind you, of Grant Morrison's if, run for me. If you read it on its... If you read The Authority on its own, it sounds a little crazy, but what, like, is... What gets lost in the translation is that there is basically, like, 30 issues that Warren Ellis was writing of Stormwatch that are basically the preamble to the authority that like, yeah. oh, okay. The authority was something that was built to, but a lot of times the way everyone talks about it is that it's something that just arrived. And yeah. so I that's the one, the one caveat I will say about the authority, but like, it's definitely not for everyone. So I'm not like judging that you didn't like it or anything, but like, that's one I thing that it, I always notice. But, is, but yeah, but yeah, Grant Morrison wins some places in X-Men. Like, bas- basically, what th- the thing you need to know about Grant Morrison is that, like, the, the new X-Men run is basically the X... It's, like, at a literal genetic level is the nemesis of the run. It's literally a virus trying to fight <sighs> the X-Gene, and that is what the ultimate story is about. What What's the virus? Uh, Cassandra Sublime. Nova? No, Sublime. Oh. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sublime, like that's where yeah, where everything builds towards. It's yeah, but it's it's like wild. Like that's how far they'll go. Grant Morrison will go to like like take the story to its natural progression. It's like no, it's about the X gene. That is what separates us. So that needs to be what's attacked, and that needs to be what fights. And so it's like okay, he's wild. <laughs> he's so wild. They're, yeah. Uh, or they they are so wild. They're so wild. Uh, uh their run on Justice League was all right for me. Uh when did that one I come can't, out? Where was that was nineties. That was nineties Justice League and it ran for however many issues. Uh but I like Joe Kelly's run that came a little bit later. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um or Ambrosia, were you gonna say something? Um just a random fact, kind of ish. My one of my bosses is like really good friends with Joe Kelly, and oh yeah, I just want to be friends with him, and that's it. That's all. Joe Kelly's run on, on Justice League is my favorite because uh, it ends with Obsidian Age. I think it was like a twelve issue two, like a two TPBs of story. What uh, it's up he, here somewhere? Didn't Joe Kelly also do Justice League Elite? The like shadow, yeah, yeah that yeah. was cool. I like that. Which I just bought. Yeah, and I put it, and I had to figure out where it fit chron- chronologically. But it- well, that's that's so, we were talking about this uh, last week with uh, Wally and Oliver's relationship in the comic books. That's another 
real seminal moment in like the development of their relationship is the Justice Who? League elite suit. Uh, Oliver Queen and Wally West. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, like so from like obviously Oliver and Wally. Who no, else I, I be talking I about? Knew, but like, then I was like, <laughs> I had to think about it. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, did you guys read any other Marvel? Because I only read DC this week, and I, I need to catch up on the Marvel stuff. But um, uh, let's see. I have my list. Sorry. Uh, uh, Matt Morey says Joe Kelly is also a pitcher for the Dodgers. That's and- so weird about like names because there's like Joe Kelly, and then there's like the Joe Kelly, and same with Kieran Gillen. There's like. Karen Gillan, and then there's Karen Gillan. Is there? Who's yeah. Karen, there's another Karen, Karen Gillan? Yeah, she is actually a girl, and she is, like, she comes in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. the actress yeah. Karen Gillan. Yeah. yeah, no. Okay. Who's the other Karen Gillan? Or are you oh, it's Karen Gillan? Like the, yes. the, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, no, I was literally imagining, like, well, literally spelt the same, like, no. there's another... Actress, no, but Karen whenever out there, I talk yeah. about it, like, people get confused. Is that Karen yeah, uh, Kieran Gillen. He recently yeah. did like he oh he's writing the internals right now, um and so I was talking about them oh. and and someone was like I didn't know she wrote comic books. And I, was like, <laughs> I get what, what you're saying now, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Let's see what else came out this week. Um. I read Suicide I, Squad. That was. That's the one DC. I didn't read that one. Well, I'm not yeah. the one. Oh, I read issue hold one. On. I Which really one? liked issue one. Oh, Suicide, oh, Suicide Squad. Squad? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel, but, like, Suicide Squad always gives me anxiety. I'm going to watch the movie, obviously, but I hate the idea that, like, I don't know whose head's just going to explode randomly. And, like, well, who's going to die? And that's, that's kind of what I liked about this, like, issue one, because it was like, I'm going to bring these people in. Oh, they're dead. And then... <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. I thought that was fun because... Uh, like no offense, I mean we have some like D list, yeah, you know characters coming in, and like yeah. not not that I don't care about them or like I don't have, but I don't know. Sometimes it's just it. I always just find it comical, and I shouldn't. But well, like what I like about Suicide Squad is it's you. It's the same as like why we have an amazing Daredevil run or like why Barry Allen died. Like comics dip in popularity, and that gives people like creators the chance to do something wild with it like i could care less about polka dot man and i'm 